For what two jackasses talking to podcast microphones every week and release it on the internet, Alex? (laughs) What are those guys talking about this week? (laughs) What are we talking about this week? But before we get started, as always, uh, we want to remind you uh, to like us on the Twitter, uh, like us on the Book of Faces, Mm -hmm. and of course, if you dare, if you dare, um, we would like you to like us. We want you to want us. (laughs) Something to that effect. Is that a song? No. No. Would right. be. Anyway, we, uh, this week we're going to be talking about data mining. Yeah. All right. Well, that's why I was flinching when you're talking about like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, like us on these sorts of and things. And then, well, so we can data mine you. And right, sell, right. And sell all your, uh, all your information to the polls. Right. Like the Polish people, not the right. pollsters. You know how they are about their data. Yeah, they love it. So, right. you know, that, this, it's an interesting point because, like, on some level, we could certainly do that. We invite people into our fold and we say, just provide what? The only way you get in is an, an email address and whatever else you force people to provide. Mm-hmm. So they get content, they get something back in return. Sure. So now, as we're seeing, just harvesting data is can be very benign, but it also can be used for illicit gain or for, for inappropriate applications as we're seeing with Cambridge Analytica potential involvement in the election of 2016 <laughs> potential but right yeah I say I want to stay agnostic about it you know properly but this is what I'm saying like part if we're going to be in the information age you sort of have to share there's some sharing that goes involved that goes along with it you know generations younger than us the kids as we call them the kids uh, get off my damn lawn <laughs> with your iPods and your fancy phones <laughs> So they're they're just assuming that their stuff is all out there. I'm generalizing greatly, yeah, but yeah, of course. you know that everything's out there and you're living your life in an open hand. And like there's something that's really very appealing about that. But we also live in a culture that's shame based and so so on and so forth. Anyway, point being, if you're going to operate on the internet, and we all seem to be doing that, sure, there's a certain loss of anonymity, loss of privacy that goes with it. The question is, to what extent? You know, and we talk about this theme and so many issues. You know, that we can have this, but how far should it go? And when you literally have people using licit and illicit means to gather data and then sway information to purposefully mess with the outcome of elections or to purposefully mess with people's minds or persuadable people, as the Cambridge Analytical people call them. Yeah, those, persuadable. That's those my, people. That's my new favorite word for a certain kind of person. It's, a, uh, it's almost as favorite as alternative facts, but I don't want to turn it. I'm not ready thing. to turn the clock back. That's why that had to have a football. Back to 2017, Kellyanne Conway. I was, you know, doing my weekly column on this subject, so that's why I kind of, why we sort of picked this topic. Um, And in my column, I I talk about the, I I talk about the prospect of all the uh, games, uh, the uh, farm heroes. Um, mm. What is it? The uh, Candy Crush. Right, right. Uh, and, and we've all seen those. Hey, you want to know what you would look like as the member of the opposite sex? Right, right. You know, right. put in your information here. What were your favorite band? What would, can you name this tune? These are all things that data mine. 
right. while you're in there. And of course, by okay and going, hey, so would you like to continue? There's there's probably stuff in there that you don't see that basically says we're going to go on your website. Guaranteed. We're, we're gonna we're gonna filter out what we need to. We're gonna look for the uh, massive amount of keywords, and we're gonna pull out that, and then we're gonna target you mm-hmm. for advertising. Now, whereas that's very invasive, it's all pretty much innocent, right? Because if Steve West wants to buy a hat that has uh, the, the Russian flag on it, then he might see something that he likes and he buys it. I, so that, that's, even though I don't like that level of, mm. of uh, invasiveness, I don't want people looking at my information like that, they do. Yep. Um, Cambridge Analytical, uh, what, what was the term again? What, data mining? Yeah, what? no, the, uh, what Cambridge Analytical said, the suspects. Oh, oh uh, persuadable people. Persuadable oh, yes. people. I've got to remember this. <laughs> right. Can't forget that. I already Persuadable. Did. Are you a persuadable person? We're only five minutes into oh. the podcast. I forgot. What does that mean? <laughs> a persuadable person. What does that mean? How do they gather this data? What do they do? How do they do it? I, you know, th- these are th- these are questions. That we'll need a couple of IT guys here, and we've only got two microphones. So when right, we add right, a third yeah. microphone, we'll have those people in. Right, right. But, um, <laughs> but you I, and I have some IT chops as well, so yeah. you know, we can talk to it, talk to it in some... It's at least beyond layman's terms, right. I should hope. I mean, we, we can we can have the internet safety conversation, which is basically the new birds and bees conversation. I guess so, yeah. yeah. You know, how, how your kids use the internet and how they do that. And all the time that they're doing this stuff, there, there are companies, there are spiders, there are bots out there who are just gathering this information. Right. So here's the, what you've just described, which is the first half, which says... Should gathering informa- of information be okay, and can we learn to deal with that? That's the front half of the, of the equation. The second half is, with that gathered data, what if somebody uses psychological profiles, uses you know, algorithms, uses some uh, schematic of individual people, or aggregates them into other people, to send out false information to what we're describing as as a, a persuadable people right. to to skew and affect and purposefully opinion shape to say, for example, as the Cambridge Analytica guys uh, boasted, the uh, 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 crooked Hillary campaign was theirs. Oh. Like so, that's the phrase you heard over and over again. Trump right. said uh, you know, over and over again. So it it cues and like so. This is in the early stages of this data mining stuff. And the question is, when you're sort of weaponizing harvested data. So people are like, well, what do I care? I'm not doing anything. They can have whatever they want. But they can also have access to all of your friends, potentially, you know, hundreds of people and their data as well. So I have many things built into my browser that allow Facebook, that stop Facebook from being intrusive. If I, you know, I'm, I'm pulling back on my Facebook usage, but I have many ways of privacy badger and a few other extensions that shut that down. And that's one way of operating. And I also assume from the time I started, those little quizzes are kind of meaningless and they're only there for data harvest. That's it. That's so. the sole thing. I mean, they're innocent enough, and I do believe that they that, that what they're harvesting off your site is fairly innocent enough. But it's it's like let's compare it to a breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. And they just come in and they take a kitchen spoon, a teaspoon, let's say, not even like a full tablespoon. An ear spoon? An ear spoon, perhaps. What? what? <laughs> uh, so that's fairly insignificant. Yeah. Probably never going to miss it. Do you want that to happen, though? I don't right, think right. that you do. Right. I think at the end of the day, you don't want anybody in your house even taking a plastic spoon out of your garbage that you threw away. Somebody has entered your home yeah. without your permission. Or you might have said to that same person, 
six months prior, hey, you know, just stop by anytime. Right. You know, so, I mean, th th these are the gray areas that we seem to be dealing with now. Right. But if you're operating on the Internet, there has to be at least some uh, informed consent that you know what you're wading into, potentially. And I think that's, I think, where the people have issues so much is, yes, I'll participate in this. You put your... your your name on your mailbox on the street. You're saying who you are and where you live. Right. You know, not everybody does that, but there's an element of well, we're commingling. But I think in the in the internet age, with so much subterfuge and quite literally mathematical programmed non-human bot types that do things for you know for harmless and for very quite harmful uh, purposes, uh, that that becomes a real issue. It becomes systemic, and we're at the early stages of it. What happens when it becomes you know, dare I say it, you know, go straight to the melodrama, but like a tool of fascism or a tool of, you know, people suppression. And, you know, this is, God knows, this is what politics can become unchecked by the people. And we shrug our shoulders and go, well, net neutrality, whatever. Eh, they can have my information, whatever. It's not just about whether or not you're, you're porn surfing. It's about aggregating and giving information to systems that simply want to profit from you. Right, exactly. You know, it, it is just, it is pulling off information. It is making you this person who might just be curious enough to click on something and buy something that you would not have done. And we live in an age of credit. Mm -hmm. So chances are you probably couldn't have afforded it anyway. Right. And it just manipulates you into buying these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many of us have gone out and done a, a, um, a, a, a Google search for uh, men's boots and then gone to your Facebook page and moments later... There's nothing but men's boots being advertised at you. Can I answer that? Sure. I have a lovely combination of ad suppressors by which I never see a single ad on Facebook, which is the only way I can tolerate it. Really? Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, you'll have to do that. <laughs> That's a different podcast for a different time. <laughs> it's ad, lovely, though. The ad suppression thing. I'm sure it is, you know, but I mean, I think But that, I get what you're saying, yes, yes. You know, course. I mean, one, one thing that Steve does is this kind of thing, like knocking out, hey, he's, he's, he's extremely tech savvy. I consider myself tech savvy, did not know that something like that existed. Yeah, there's some options. I, I can hook you up. Yeah, I got uh, the hooks, y'all. It's all legit, you know, it's all legal. And yeah, I'm sure it is. Time. But, like, I don't want to have to see that if I don't want to see it, you know? Just like if I'm listening to a, ra a, a terrestrial radio station, I don't have to listen to commercials if I don't want to. You know, I can turn them off. I'm yeah. allowed to do that. Okay. And I'm not going to be forced to advertise anything. We live in a state where billboards are illegal on yeah. the interstate. It's like, yeah, I want to see the damn trees, you know? That's it. So, yeah, I think it's more than reasonable for us to say, hey, perpetual sword of capitalism, get out of my face. And that, because that's ostensibly what it is. I mean, as you know, you know, we've moved from being citizens more to being consumers, and it's a it's a different function in the world when you're just defined by your mathematical, economic, financial self and the, the ability to profit off of you or your labor. Uh, but we've now moved into a time where we're just like data points on a very large schematic, you know? Right. So, and and if we want to just let that go and say, well, you guys decide how we should do the internet, would you? Um, it's like, <laughs> no, we, we seem to be this society that is completely and totally and utterly comfortable with just handing our power over. Ain't that the truth? It's shocking. And to think about what this country began as... Unless it's about guns. Right, right, right. Or, or a few other choice things. But for a country of, of so-called rebels and revolutionaries, um, 
Yeah, I think we pretty quickly ran to like, please, somebody take care of us, and that sort of patriarchal, yeah. sort of like hide behind. If, if you, you know. really need that, marry a strong woman. Trust me, you'll never have to make a decision the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you will just mow the lawn, yes, dear. Right. Take the garbage out, yes, dear. Move the couch, yes, dear. Trust me, if that's what you want, if you want to be controlled at that level, at mm-hmm. least... Do it with somebody who very not, occasionally will be kind to you. Yes, occasionally, right? But it's it's an unhealthy relationship for for a citizenry that prides itself, and, and the Constitution being a document that prided itself as a new experiment of sorts to say, what happens if we really empower the people? No more kings, no more you know kind of trickling down sort of power, right. etc. What if we say to the people, hey, what do you guys want? How do you want this to go? You can vote and decide who gets to blah blah blah. And now we're just like, oh, it's too complicated. Can you guys just take all of our Can money? You do it, please. I don't want to. I'm and I, tired. It is, doesn't it? It feels like that sometimes. When I hear people complaining, like, I have total tangent. Forgive me, but it's worth it. But, you know, arguing for $15 minimum wage. I have discussions with people who are making $20 an hour, which is just enough to break even in this state. Yeah. And saying, like, well, I don't want no damn burger flipper and blah, blah, blah. It's like, don't you want everyone making an adequate wage? There's no pull on you. There's, it's better for everybody. But you have to. But they and they'll say no. I don't want them to have a $15 minimum wage. Yet you can see the endless amounts of uh, of uh, social wealth, of welfare, corporate welfare, and, and tax breaks for the ultra wealthy, and they don't bat an eye at that. No. You know. So like we have people defending you know that this is unhealthy. Power structure, this unhealthy relationship, and that's sort of the essence of who we are in 2018. Yeah, and I mean, we we can we can always talk about our minimum wage. We need to bring about the maximum wage. Yeah, I'm down with that. You know, I mean, and I am look, I'm a guy who is just used to driving revenue. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. I'm the ABC, always be closing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just kind of who I am, who I'm ingrained in. But mm-hmm. I like to do it with a little pride, a little dignity, a little something that leaves people sure. thinking like, wow, he really helped me. He didn't just come in here, rob my bank account, and mm-hmm. leave me with something, and I've got no recourse. Exactly, no, man. I won't sell it unless you need it. Yeah, that's yeah. very reasonable. And the, so you're talking about a human interaction, respect front and back, coming yeah. back and forth, and actually advocating for somebody's needs. Right. That's kind of lovely. This is not the predatory nature of some of the governance that we get now. It's not the predatory nature of the internet and capitalism right. and, and businesses. We've reached the point where consumers are actually sort of adversaries. They're just something to be grabbed, shaken, all the coins collect on the ground, yeah. and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. And when you get into uh, companies that just go out and do all this data mining while you're out there surfing and, and trying to figure right. out and, and manipulate your thought process, and we really are a nation of just cattle. It's kind of true. It's pretty shocking. And I think to the rest of the world, it's pretty shocking to see this many people, this cowed, so to speak, if yeah. I say cowed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this many people just kind of, you know, kind of glassy-eyed going, yes, yeah. you know, yes, Jeff Bezos, you should have more money than most nations on an entire continent. <laughs> okay, it's like, when does the earnings stop? What? What, at what point is it? It just is. Is it a contest at that point in time? I mean, oh, man. I got my own theory. That's a whole different podcast. But I got oh, my yeah. own 
theories on, on megalomania and, and sexual weirdness. It <laughs> yeah. becomes sexualized power lust, you know, and it's, just, it's not pretty. No, it, it does. It gets ugly at, at certain levels, you know, and, and it's, if you haven't noticed, the people with the money always seem to win. Go figure. You know, and 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 if if a young teenage girl with a shaved head oh, appears and bears her soul out, there's some asshole Republican calling her a what a, a a skinhead lesbian. Yes, he's no longer in the race. But yeah. Steve King had terrible things to say about her. He is the most despic- one of the most despicable Republicans in all of history. Uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he, he got raked over the coals. <laughs> so. As well he should. Yeah. But in, in a in a situation now where you have all these things on the Internet kind of controlling people's thought, yeah. that you can control them to say whatever it is that you control whatever it is you want them to hear yeah. or you want them to see. And it's based on things like I've been noticing over the past couple of days, a lot of these memes popping up on the uh, on the Internet. Uh, that basically say, you know, good going, kids, you know, uh, protesting to have your rights taken away. Oh, this I love. This, yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. That's, that's an excellent description. Doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah. Wow. Hadn't, why, why didn't they think of that? Oh, yeah. No, they're just getting shot in schools. That's not why they're protesting. They're protesting to have their rights taken away. Yeah. Well, how about their, how about their First Amendment rights? That, that seems to be one that we are losing control of, and nobody except kids like this are, are, are going to the street. And these are things that, that the NRA and organizations like that count on, on data mining yeah. to feed the people who, who want that message out there and delivered so that they can create the memes and they can, yes. you know. Deeply true, to skew the message. So here's what I think we come down to, and, and I think, you know, if you're doing it right, I think every political and even philosophical issue has a common thread through it. And I think what we're seeing now, especially with this sort of, we'll call it an uprising of young people, thank God, yeah. you know, asterisk, special note, pretty much every revolution that ever happened in the world came from young people. It's not 50-year-old white guys sitting, you know, recording a podcast. It's young people. And the people that... Wait a minute. No, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I like uh, to think we're providing a service. We are certainly... No, but I'm saying we're not a revolution. We're not at the front of the pack, and we right. shouldn't be. They're, we're there in support. Same thing with Black Lives Matter and other things. It's our place to be supportive and be an ally. But the true charge comes from the Emma Gonzalez's of the world and these yeah. young people that David Hogg, that, you know, that are seeing their moment and really pushing for something. The point I really want to make is the discussion we just had about being passive uh, consumers versus being citizens. And this is, a, a, if this is in any form of democracy still, to take what's available to you legally and to take the force of power of your words and the people that lie with you and say, we are a voting block. We are going to use the tools of democracy to utterly alter the country and the world and the, our futures. Then that is the quintessence of being a good American citizen, I believe. Whether you agree or disagree with their policy wish, but this that even conservatives can't look at this and say, "Well, I disagree with you wholeheartedly," but that is an awesome way to do life in in the United States. You don't think so? I think we can find them. We could find some. I'd yeah. love to hear from them. Let's yeah. please hear from them. Oh, please, so by yeah. all means. Let, let, let's let's switch the topic from okay. data mining to to talk about what just went down. This past weekend, with oh, the march on Washington and the in the the hundreds and hundreds of marches that took across that that went on millions yeah millions, millions of people of, of gathering 
to do to do that, which is what these are generating all these memes with. Yeah, we yeah. go do food, march against your own rights. <laughs> I I can tell you when I watch these kids talk, and I looked at my wife and I said to myself, now I was I was down, and then we do a, a thing with with my with my my grandchildren. Hello, and, and, and my uh, my son, and we go down and we do uh, uh, two or three days at Yankee Spring Training. We take in a, a baseball. Fantastic. We do we have a whole American thing. We call it mancation. Right. We've been doing it for six years, you know, awesome. with the boys, and they as, as they're growing up. Um, and, and, uh, do anything only. And this was the first time that we've had to have an emergency room visit. So that was good. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's what happens when brothers wrestle around and one uh, gets thrown off the bed and lands on his thumb. So uh, <laughs> um, nothing broken yeah. anyway. Um, so I was only getting to watch a lot of what was going on. Kind of disheartened that I could only just sort of watch, but yeah. this is our one time of the year. Um, but all the speeches that were made, the girl that threw up, that poor thing. Did you see that? I didn't see it. I heard about it. Yeah. Poor can hardly blame her. Yeah. <laughs> she was just so nervous. Blah, and she goes, I can't believe I just threw up on international TV. As only a kid. Nice recovery. As only a kid could roll, just roll off the back, water off a duck's back, man. And just forge on with the message. And That's just endeared herself to an entire world. That's fantastic. that one moment. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, how proud am I to see that these kids uh, in Florida basically said, this will not happen again on our watch. It may happen again, right. but trust me if it does, they, we are going to turn up the heat and we are putting on the armor and we will battle with you. You will not get reelected. And I think how many thousands and thousands of those kids will be 18? Oh, the remember? numbers are pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and and you know guys like Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, yeah. uh, who's uh, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan is on, on the ropes, as right? As I can see. And, and and as well he should be. Iron and, Stash. And and who? How awesome would it be yeah. if, as a result of not listening to their constituency, yeah. that they lost their jobs? Isn't that truly how politics is supposed to work? Yeah, and I think also recognizing that your constituency isn't who writes you checks. Right, exactly. And we talked about this in the last podcast about voting for fame and how I sort of ostensibly had a problem with it. But then as I thought about it, did a little of some of that there, what I like to call critical thinking. What? Around it, I thought, (laughs) you know what? This may be actually good and we were talking about cynthia cynthia nixon who seems to be like a viable person to put up there and run nothing i would feel bad about voting for you know uh but these kids are doing the same damn thing right and they are putting forth a message that you will not cannot and should not ignore yeah i have to agree and this is i think a sea change from the me too movement to this and to many of the other things that are going on and will continue to go on you know, I, I've said this many times, and I'm not the first to say it. I hold it to be true. Matter of fact, my my lovely fiance was probably the first person to say that she, uh, that um, nobody would want nobody that I know that's sane and of good heart would want this current president to be the president. Right. But look what comes to the fore when pushed. I mean, this is the friction of life when when met by a certain energy and a certain force. You know, powers respond. People respond. People that were otherwise asleep are awakening. You know the election of, of this person and some of these things that have gone on in subsequent months has really awakened the, the, the sleeping giant. And that giant is young people who have 
internet savvy, who have camera steadiness, who are able to talk in nuance, and white kids able to talk about white privilege and intersectionality and move it over and say, here is like that 11-year-old girl giving that speech. Like, 11! Oh my God, 11! I, I was 11! Are you kidding I was me? Ele- yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, well, so this is a change. This is massive, and it may not be, it may not affect immediate and profound policy change, but this is a real breath into the lungs of something that needs to come alive right I now. Think, I think it perish. will. I really, I feel this one deep down now, and, and both you and I have been vocal about saying since the November 2016 elections, mm-hmm. I'm sort of out of the prediction business. Yes, 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 you know? yes. And justifiably so, because I could not have ever seen that one coming. No, nope. you know. Uh, what happened on that day when he got, uh, you know, when, when he got it, I just, just, oh my God, this is happening. It felt like a tear in reality. It yeah. really did. I just, just. No, George Bush, sudden. the same to me, to tell you the truth, the first time around. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, honestly, the same to me. Yeah, I see not so much for me. I mean, yeah. and, and only because, um, e- even though there was a, God, I. They're different people. I get they, it. They are different people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one, one sort of followed a diplomatic procedure, even though he might have shat on it from time to time. <laughs> yeah. That's all this guy does is yeah. shit on it. That's yeah. all he does. Is, I mean, oh, my God, stop feeding him. He won't stop crapping on the Constitution. He craps his, in his hand and flings it on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You oh. know? And this is what we have, you know. So, so yay. So, you know, despite the darkness of that, despite the depravity and the, and the childishness of, of what you'd think would be the, you know, the highest, you know, titular office in the land, we've got young people showing up, nailing it. And then you get from the, from the conservative grownups, well, they they don't know what they're talking about. They're just getting their marching orders from X, Y, and Z, the uh, adults. And da, da, da. It's like, no, you can't pull that, man. That you know what? I, I believe real. I believe that there are adults weighing in. And of just course. Saying, of just course. reminding, you know, we know your kids. We know that they love it when you swear. Mm-hmm. But as my father taught me, you lose the argument the minute you start using profanity. There's something to be said you know? for that. Fucking age of that. Yeah, no fucking. And that's why I don't fucking listen to that. No. Uh, you know, he just, there is something to be said about being able to hold your tongue mm-hmm. in an argument and keep your focus during an argument. Because, you know, your blood pressure goes up, you can feel your pulse in your neck, you can taste it, sure, sure. and all this, you know, this, 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 the bile, the cortisol, it just all starts to rush <laughs> through your system. And it's not a comfortable feeling at all. You know, and, yeah. and then all you have is a president that tweets, you know, when he doesn't like the answer to something, fake news. Right. And right. his base goes, yeah, fake news, the libtards, the, the dirty, dirty, dirty. And, you know, it's, and all the while you've got kids who are taking over the country and I applaud them. Yeah, I'm down with it. I love it. And again, it was it bring it full circle to the to the data mining, mining stuff. I think these that's that's when the internet and connectivity and connectedness can be harmful. The positive side of this, all of this organization organizing takes place through social media and through devices and through uh, digital connectedness. Right. And they know how to freaking ride that horse. They do. Yeah. And it, and was it I think it was David Hogue who was saying, yeah, you know these guys don't know how to use Twitter. They're too old. Yeah, I'm down. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, you know and I was thinking to myself, wow, what is? No, it's true. Yeah, it's actually true. I actually, I have over and over again. I try to figure out Twitter. I can't figure it out. I'm not. I mean, I can figure it out. I know how to post. I'm not totally passive with it. I just retweet stuff and read a couple things. It's a good source of news, though. I gotta say, it is a good source of news. I'm gonna open it right now while we're talking here on my on my 
on my iPhone. Oh, you can check us out on like, Twitter. This is how this is how out of touch I am. I I, I hit the Facebook icon. Well done, well All done. Right. Oh look at this! <laughs> oh my God! So at? much fake news. Never been more uh, voluminous right. or more inaccurate. Right. But through it all, our country is doing great. Donald J. Dumpster fire. That was yeah. yeah the, the morning after uh, the sixty minutes interview with right. Stormy Daniels. Oh, it's all just fake. Don't, just fake. Don't dude. listen to her. Yeah, the only thing that was fake in that conversation were her boobs. I was thinking, yeah, that's a good. All one. right, that's yeah. it. But yeah. we both agreed not to talk about the Stormy Daniels. Yeah, interview. yeah, we can leave it alone. Good lord. Yeah, you know, I know. As if I, you know, as I say, my sister. I, I was down. My sisters and, and actually watched it last night. I don't watch TV, um, but I said, you know, whatever it is. That gets this orange blob of oh my fucking god out of the off the, the Oval Office. I'm down with it. Yeah. Whatever's legal and not violent. <laughs> it's like I want him out. If it's Stormy Daniels, great. If it's collusion, great. If it's obstruction of justice, great. I don't right. care. They they got they got Al Capone on tax evasion. There you go. So right. <laughs> you and, know. You know he. He died with what was it, neurological syphilis? <laughs> Did he really? I think that's oh, what it was. Yeah. Cheapers. Why I know that? I, maybe because I saw the movie. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know, know why syphilis makes me think of Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, just a loose association. Anyway, so data mining. Be on the lookout for it. Don't click on those things if you don't have to. They are. They're just. You're just. But you're inviting my analogy. You're inviting them in your home to dig in your dark garbage mm-hmm. and take a plastic spoon. There you go. As 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 you do. As much as you do not care about that discarded item, you do not. Uh, you will not appreciate the way it was entered into your home and taken. Right, yeah, and yeah. Be, just be aware where your data go. I, I'm, I'm shocked, as a computer person, I'm shocked how loose people are with their data. Yeah. Both giving it out in the active moment, but also throwing hard drives in the recycle center. Like, no, that's all your stuff ever. Yeah. Like, I'll have, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> you know? We work, with, we work with an IT guy who, when he takes a, when he takes a drive, he goes out into the parking lot, he's literally got a ball-peen hammer, uh, and he smashes it thing open, or he will, he'll just drill through it. Right. Yeah, and if you're the NSA or the CIA, you'll get data off of that no matter what. Yeah. But there's not, you know, not just some random Joe. But I'm pretty shocked that people. But if you want to know more, you can certainly find it on the internet. But there are extensions you can build into Chrome or Firefox or Safari that will block if privacy badger is one, disconnect is another. There are a number of them that will block that back and forth trafficking. Or just email yeah. Steve at theearspoon.com right. and free technical support for right. anybody. <laughs> yeah, some to some point. Yeah, yeah, some point. We'll have to work some now. He'll, he'll email you back a virus that will take care no, of. No, no, <laughs> just an invoice. <laughs> just an, uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Data mining and uh, make sure you go out and and support these kids and, and all the great work that they're doing. Because we here at the Earspoon uh, support their message and everything they do wholeheartedly. Yes, please. All right. I've been fish. I've been Steve. Have you? Yes, You, you do life. it well. You do it really well. Thank you so much. I have to say. <laughs> hey, don't forget to like us on Twitter so we can data mine everything that you put oh, out yeah. there. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't forget to like us on Facebook for the very same reasons. Right. Uh, that, and you'll kind of get neat extra credit stuff. And, of course, we're loading up Instagram. Oh, my there. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So much stuff Oh, there. my God. All right. Next week, we'll talk again. More at the earspoon.com